Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Jellocoon and Zach. Probably the best outro of the season, or last season. I'm just happy I can finally hear all the bumpers again. Alright. Now that we've left Skype, I can enjoy it. Yes. Ah, such a good outro. Every time that played, I was like, yes! On to the next episode. Great musically and visually. Yes. Even the intro is pretty cool, if not spoiler-ish. Well, I want to know, like, the outro, why does everything look like a vagina? Maybe. Everything in that outro, at the end of that show, looks like a fucking vagina. I think they were going for a kaleidoscope, but if the folds of a kaleidoscope look like a vagina, then perhaps. Well, there you go. I, I can see the equivalency. but yeah, Asking the tough questions. That show has a ton of symbolism. They... Like, five times an episode, they have red on white. Speaking of that show, what is it called? Scum's Wish. Right. That's what you'll be reviewing. And I'll offer brief commentary, seeing as I've only seen five episodes. Uh, I, don't know if I, want I just to wanted to make it. sure we stopped saying that show. So I just don't know, know if I want to review about. it with you. I want to wait for you to be done with it. Because you, right. you haven't got to the good stuff yet. It's already so intense. I had like one drink last night while watching it, and I had to like had to stop watching it. It was just too much. Uh, it was like making me angry at parts. See, which I, I guess is a good hallmark of a like an emotional show. But see, I, I think I blew through it too fast. Where I didn't have time to think, I was like, "Watch the next one, get it done." And well, yeah, you're right. I mean, it was very, very good. I, I don't know. Maybe my, uh, I don't know. You know. I had to take a break. Her, uh, uh, the scene with her and her friend, the second one, without spoiling, that I, that scene made me mad. I had to stop. A-chan? Yeah. The redhead? Yeah, the redhead and the main character. You haven't got to the part where they go out in the, sh- they go out, uh, like, on their own, and she wears a Scum's, Scum's Wish baseball cap as part of her attire. Oh, wow, what? <laughs> Did I miss that? What no, you haven't point? gotten to it yet. It's okay. like episode seven, episode seven and eight. I just like how blatant the loss of innocence symbolism is. Every bed scene has like some article of clothing that's red on like a white bed sheet, and you're like, I know what they're hinting at every time. Well, <laughs> happened like five times an episode. Yes. And just I like how they don't beat around the bush. Like, I haven't watched many romance anime, but the ones I have seen never like explicitly say they had some sort of sex but in this one one of the episodes is like 
she gives the guy a hand job and he's like, sorry for dirtying your outfit. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> That's what Bill Clinton you... said to Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, right. So I'm like, wow, they just they go out there and say it. They don't they don't stall. No, it's called they don't beat around the bush and they they don't use It's the opposite the... of Nisekoi. <laughs> yeah. Or any fucking romantic show. Like right. that, that's what I really does like. a good job. You wait for the payoff, but this they're... this is a ton more realistic though. If you had to go on realism, like there's none of this bullshit of Oh, he looked at me. Oh, I'm so scared. Oh, indirect kiss. No, she's like, Give me your fucking water bottle, bitch and she drinks out of it. None of this bullshit you know, oh my god, we had an indirect kiss. No, they're like, Fuck that, I'm gonna come finger you in my place later. Because that's what we do when we go to each other's house. You come over to my grabs, house. Grabs the guy's dick like too hard and he's like, Ah, that was too hard. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Interesting show. Yes. So I guess I can finish it. Yeah, I want What you do you to want to talk about now then? What the fuck? You... Put me on the spot. Well, I... I mean, I've got a backup. I know go. what I'm reviewing. Well, good. What are you reviewing? Interviews with Monster Girls. There you go. I will be talking about uh, your name. I, I really don't want to review it, per se, because I feel it's one of those shows that like a lot of people are going to watch. Everyone beat you that, for reviewing I, I, it anyway. That too. Well, I mean, I went to the Funimation Theater. Okay, yeah. you do have a unique perspective of the... Of the dub. Uh, of the dub, yeah. Yes. So, that's what we'll be discussing. Great. So, Still haven't seen it. Didn't drive three hours. Didn't I, seem worth it. I drove 45 minutes, so... I would have done that. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um, so, I mean, it's been a couple weeks. I've been watching New Attack on Titan. Exclusively? Yeah, sure. Not you, did, only... you made such a bold declaration that it was like, that's well, all that's you're the... watching. No, I mean, I watched Scum's Wish. I watched... Scum's Wish was last season, thank you? Yeah, you know what, though? We only got told about it two or three weeks ago, and yeah. I plowed through it pretty quick. And that's all I really watched. Uh, I have not watched anything else from this new season, to be honest. Um, I just, I don't know. I've I've been traveling. <laughs> uh, no time. But uh, I, I saw Sane Hotel last night, and I was like, oh, my God. There was Tag on Titan commercials everywhere. Funimation's already, they, they just did the first episode. And I've only watched the first episode. I'm anxious to see it in the dub form now. Um, really liked it. Uh, I figured, you know, it picks up right where, where we left off in season one, which is a good thing. And, it's a good place uh, to pick up. Yeah. Uh, other than that. Did they make a comment about the wall being a titan? Yeah. Because to me, no, that's where titans. they left off, but there's, I haven't no. seen any yet. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? Okay, so they're talking about that they found the Titan in the wall, and they're mm-hmm. trying to figure out how many more Titans are in the wall and whatnot. So. I imagine a lot. I imagine the wall's Titans all the way down. Could be. We don't know yet. We just don't know. Hmm. I am interested to watch it, as long as they don't have, like, five episodes of just general Pixis talking again. Yeah. I agree. Um, I I want to definitely watch the dub and uh, see how it is because, you know, it's good. So I'll probably start watching this week with 
the new dub and then just continue from there and not watch it subbed. I, what's, I really. What's their schedule for that? How many I mean, are every they week. Oh, they're only like one or two behind. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, it just started airing two week, two or three weeks ago. So uh, they actually airing it on Toonami, on Cartoon Network, oh. dubbed. Interesting. So they just aired the first episode yesterday. I'm pretty sure the fourth one just came out. Oh, okay. So that makes sense. They're like two behind, I guess, or something. Three. Yeah, I'd say three. Anyway. Um... Still getting closer every season. Soon the dub will just come out before the sub somehow. They, well, I mean, look at the thing they did with uh, with uh, Space Dandy. Hmm. We got that yeah. before Japan, and it was True. dubbed. So True, but we could only get it... Well, wait, was it at like the same time as Japan, technically, though? No, it was actually before <clears throat> Japan. Ah, because I was wondering, like, because of the time zone. like That's why, yeah. Yeah, it appears they get it later. Yeah, well, no, they got it like an hour or two after it aired in America. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, then I watched All Your Name in the years, which was fun. Um, did you drag anyone there? My wife, one? actually. And she really liked it. Um, she didn't complain. I mean, you know, not normally she doesn't. But, you know, I, I was kind of wondering. It's like, a good oh, save. Well, <laughs> normally no. she never complains. No, I mean, like, you know, she's watched anime with me before. Um,. But, right. you know, this is like, hey, we're going to a movie. We're going to go watch this. It's a premiere of an anime. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so. It's not something you should normally go see alone, certainly. No, of course. Uh, but yeah, so, no, we made a day out of it. We went and had lunch and went and saw mm-hmm. the movie. And then they had a Dave and Buster's. So I had a Dave and Buster's card from 2010 still in my wallet that was beat out of hell. And somehow they were able to get all the, the data off of it. And it was cracked and the... The magnetic strip was like warped, and uh, I don't know how they did it, but they did it. <laughs> and then they gave me fifteen dollars of free tokens. I was like, okay. Still bought thirty more dollars after that. They're like, wow, you're such a dedicated customer. Seven years later. Yeah. Hey, I have like three thousand. I could have got three big ass masks. A three thousand tickets, bitch. Seems <laughs> like a lot of tickets. Well, I probably spent like a hundred bucks. I've only been to Dave and Buster's once. So, I don't know if 3000 is good. The games are fun. The food is way overpriced and expensive. Or overpriced and not really worth it. So, if you go there to play games, I mean, yeah, you overpay, but whatever. It's fun. So if you don't do it a lot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, what have you been watching? Seeing as there's a new season and... We're doing a terrible, terrible well, job of even watching anything else. Well, it's great because I harassed you, hoping you'd Actually, take all I the blame. I want to know, is John watching Earl Manga Sensei? <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, yeah. He just he just told me to watch that because I haven't watched anything. All I was I hoping saw... I could critique you so you'd take the fall. All but... I saw was a clip on Reddit where he's like, Oh, my God, you're, you're, you were streaming to your friends live. Oh, your fans are so happy. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, it's enough of this shit. I didn't see that. I saw this. I don't even know if this was the real sub, but this girl came to his door and was like, "Every girl in Japan likes dicks." He's like, "What?" I would hope. I, so. I don't know if that's the real sub. Probably. Can confirm. <laughs> it oh is. man, a wild John appeared. Now it's almost like we upped our podcast budget, where we have people to like confirm in the other room or like take calls. <laughs> I'm the official Bonsai Beat fact checker. There you go. Wow. 
So every little girl in Japan likes dicks as long as it contains within the world where little sisters love their brother. Sounds like a show for me, in summary. But so I gotta watch that. I gotta watch Attack on Titan. Uh, what else do I have to watch? We didn't even talk about it last time, really. You guys should be embarrassed. You haven't seen, like, anything. I've seen more than you guys. Well, great. <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> Go on, then. Well, well, one show that I started watching last night, it's called Kato. There's, like, I've seen three different, like, spellings of the name of it. On Crunchyroll? Let me see what it is on Crunchyroll. Sakai Saru Kato. Yeah. Um, so basically, if you can get past the fact that it's using, like, the 3D uh, generation for the most of the drawing in it. There's a lot of CGI. It's, it's similar to, like, uh, Arpeggio Blue Steel, the Battleship Girl show from, like, I don't know how many years back that is now. But um, it's actually really interesting. Though, so the there's, like, episode zero, which has been my favorite out of the four that have come out. And it's, like, gives the backstory on all the characters. Basically, there's this guy. He works at the government. And he's, like, the best negotiator um, in all of Japan. And then, so that's episode zero gives sort of the backstory on him. And then the first episode, this giant cube appears... Um, and he, and along with a bunch of other people on an airplane, gets sucked into the cube. And I won't really, like, say much else on that because it's, that's where the show sort of, like, picks up. But, um, basically it's, like, uh, and some, some, some being from a different, I don't know if you want to say dimension or world, um, basically like comes from the board or something. Yeah, and it's basically about that. Um, it has some interesting things in it, though I can already tell that it's going to be pretty predictable, I think based on what happened in episode three, which is the most recent one. So I might drop it if it ends up playing out the way that I think it's going to play out because it's kind of like an annoying theme to me. Um, Sounds like it could turn into something like Gate. Well, no, it's not going to turn into anything like that. Basically, without like spoiling too much, in the most recent episode, the being inside the cube says that he wants to help advance the world. He wants to make the world a better place. Hmm. And one of the things they showed in the preview for the next week is people like free. He like presents this tool that gives unlimited energy. And then like in the preview for next week, they're saying like everyone in the world's like fighting over it. So it's basically going to be like dealing with that whole thing where like advancing and technology, like how are you going to like distribute it fairly and whatnot? I don't know. That's what I think it's going to happen. It's going to be like around those sort of things where it's like if if the world's advancing too quick and there's going to be like unfair things and it's like, he's going to try to figure out if the world can handle having this great technology, if they're like ready to deserve it or whatever, that makes sense. So gotcha. the other one I watched was arrow manga sensei and that one, um, it's okay to me. It doesn't win any awards. Like it's, I, I like the characters in it, kind of. Um, I wish that it wasn't so lolly focused. I don't. Really, I'm not a big fan of lollies, and it's like very lolly focused. Um, the fan service though is like weird because it's not like normal fan service, like candy shots and stuff. It's just like suggestive 
fan service, sort of like what Zach was talking about with the the dicks gif. <laughs> it's yeah. like stuff like that. Whereas normally you're just like getting crotch shots everywhere and characters in like lewd situations, which I guess is kind of refreshing because so far the character, the main character's only been in like one situation where it was like you know, awkward boob grab or, like, I'm going to fall on your tits or, you know, like, stuff like that. It doesn't really have any of that in it, which I, I can appreciate because that's the typical route that those shows go, and it's, just, it's, it's like, overdone so much where it's not even, like, interesting to me. Hmm. That's, why it's, that's why Scum's Wish is so great. The fourth episode, her best friend just invites her over and just fingers her, like, blatantly in the show, and I'm like, wow. Just yeah, her her hand didn't awkwardly awkwardly uh, finger her. It's just like did you fall on her and like yeah. Blindly. Oops, my fingers went in your vagina. It's like nope. You, she pushed her down and went for it. Well, I'm down here. Might as well just continue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how so, clumsy of me. My whole hand is in your vagina. Yeah, I mean, like other suggestive things in the show is like the the brothers like washing the girls' panties like. It's just stuff like that where it's like, it's just so different for like a fan service show because normally it's like not. Please, please tell me that the brother is like, oh whatever, I'm doing her laundry, or is he like freaking out like? Oh no, my God. he's he's the he's the one flipping out, and the girl's like, I don't want that. It's it's interesting because her name the the little sister. I guess I don't know. This isn't really spoiling it because you find it out like ten minutes in. But the little sister is the the artist. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so then and so she she like draws all this erotic shit and then like she, but she doesn't she doesn't act into that stuff she's like she's not the little sister that's like obsessed with her brother character it's the opposite of Orima. my my question yeah, is how it's... how does she know all this does she like watch a lot of like Pornhub does Pornhub sponsoring oh, this it's anime a, it's a good question no oh actually no they show that in the show she'll like take pictures like so she's trying to draw this character and this is in the first episode on her live stream she like live stream herself drawing it yeah and um she'll be like drawing and she'll be like huh i don't know how to draw this so she'll like take out her phone and like take a she like took a picture of her her rump to draw it better she's like that's what that looks like (laughs) what choice vocab yes right no she'll like that's how she like figured out i don't know it's it's like interesting i guess but then that means she can only draw or draw like underage looking characters. She's like, yeah, "What does this I look like?" So. Take a pictures of herself, and she's like, "All I can draw is twelve year old girls." Dude, come on, they could have like porn stars like showing up, like Asa, Kira, or like um, no, not Jenna Jameson because she's ugly now. I don't know. But you want you want this like you can only name one old like she's like milf status, dude. You need to get out more. And by out, he means into porn on the internet. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, and then so the other um, show that I'm watching, I I would I would say like if you're okay with Arrow stuff, like watch that one. It's not that bad, honestly. Like honestly, the words and the stuff that they're saying is much worse than any of the drawing or content in it. It's like. It's it's pretty raunchy, like the stuff that's said. Yeah, just the gif I saw of the girl that shows up to his door. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, okay. I just felt, like, slimy, like, listening to that girl. Like, it's just so slimy afterwards. But anyways, <laughs> so, so yeah, I would say, like, give it, give it a try. Watch the first 
two episodes and if you like it i mean it's not for everyone i'll say that it's, it's similar things i've been reading on reddit about it i wasn't sure if i was gonna watch it but i saw like crunchyroll and it was getting pretty good ratings so i said why not um but the other show that i'm watching and this is the last one oh i watched attack on titan but i already read the manga so i like it's whatever for me but gotcha um the other show i'm watching is the uh i think that the title of the anime is seven mortal sins oh i saw that getting horrible reviews so so here's the backstory on this one i actually have been into this for a long time and a lot of people don't know the origin of those of the show or the characters it's sort of sort of like a super sonico thing um, I think it's Orchid Seed. They make, like, figures and, like, anime merch, whatever. Mm-hmm. They, like, made these characters, like, the seven deadly sins. So there's, like, there's you know, all the, envy the different and... sins. And they're, like, yeah. girls, whatever. So I have, like, all of these figures from that. And this was just... Before this, it wasn't, like, a manga or anything. They just had, like, a website and, like, drawings of the different girls and everything. So now they have an anime, like, based around the characters. Um... So obviously it's another Arrow show, uh, borderline hentai, really. Um, it's I've been watching it on Crunchyroll, which has been super obnoxious because of how um, censored it is. But I'll have to say, out of every like hentai show so far, this one actually has like semi bearable plot, and not like I mean like actual story plot, not plot plot. I mean it has plenty <laughs> of plot in it, but. Um, DXD it's, still it's, wins that title for me. I love that show. <laughs> it's it's not terrible. It's it's not good. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's not good. But I look at like a show like Queen's Blade or something, mm-hmm. or another one similar to that, and I think the story in that was like more poorly done than this one. It's actually decent story. I'm impressed they can like have a, a decent story just based on figures. I know. Well, I mean, and there's like a funny song in episode two. Let me see if I can, like, link the GIF for that. Um, seven Mortal Sins. And it's interesting, so it's, the, the show, or the characters are called Seven Deadly Sins, and now the show is Seven Mortal Sins. Um, it basically follows um, Lucifer, which is one of the characters, and she's just fallen from heaven and is now, I don't know what her goal is. We don't really know what their goal is. So on the last episode, the teaser was that they needed to go to Miami. It was just, like, so <laughs> random. They're like, no, they're in this hotel, and they're like, oh, she's getting a premonition. And then one of them says, like, Miami. And they're like, we're going to Miami. And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, seriously, it was so random. We got to like, meet Pitbull. Yeah, no, seriously, the whole episode was, like, Basically, they sneak into, or they, they get the presidential suite of this hotel, right? And then, so the first half of the episode is them just, like, fan serve scene in the pool, like, three of the characters. And then, like, the one is super jealous of the other one, and it's, like, sort of Yandre in a way. It's, like, she wants to, like, kill the other one because she's not getting enough attention. Um, anyway, so that's, like, the whole first half. And then the second half, there's, like, this... She makes, like, a slime... It's, like, a water tentacle monster. It's, like, basically molesting the other one in the elevator. And that literally goes on for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> and then at the end... Sounds the end, like it like, a pretty good story. <laughs> Dude, and then at the end, they're like, we need to go to Miami. 
So I don't know. For me, it's like I'm watching it regardless because I I have all the like figurines from that, and I um I really I really like the show so far. I, I mean, for what it is, right? It's it's definitely not that bad, which is good enough for me. What a rave review! There you go. Well, I'm glad we know someone that watches anime still. I know. Anime's dead. I just talk about it every now and then. I don't know <laughs> I actually had to watch it. You're just looking at this list. I'm going to watch the second season of How to Raise a Boring Girlfriend. Psychono 2. Yeah, because that one's really good. Well, get with it, goddammit. Dude, I don't know. And then this other one with Machiavellianism in it. I mean... I want to see how they relate anime girls to the prince. Oh, they will. Yeah. Dude, if they can do it with dictators, they can do it with the prince. True. Um. Well, thanks, John. Appreciate your input. Anytime. I have to say that, I mean, the only other one I didn't mention was Attack on Titan. I have to say it's staying, like, really true to the manga. So I give it props for that. Um, and I, honestly, I think they're, I think they've, I, I haven't read these chapters in a long time because this stuff. So for those who haven't read the manga, the part that's happening right now, it was already out like when the other one was finishing. So it was probably like, I think they were like 20 chapters further and the first like season was the first 25 chapters or something. So I think. At that time, they were up to, like, chapter 45. Um, so that was a long time ago. But I think the pacing of this season is, is much better than the first one. I was um, already – I mean, I've only watched first episode, but already they throw a shocking event in there. Oh, like, dude. right off the get no It's just going to get more and more like that. It, it goes, like – it gets really insane how much, like, twist and stuff happens and – so is the um, manga still ongoing to this day? I don't know. I actually haven't read it in a while. I think so. I mean, there. so when I had stopped reading it, I guess they only come out with a new chapter every month. That was the thing with that one. It's a very slow. And I don't know if this switched up. This was when I was reading it like a year ago still. Um, it was like once a month a new chapter would come out. So maybe it's faster now and they're like closer to finishing. But when I was reading it, it was like there was still a ton of shit that needed to be like figured out. So it'll be interesting to see where this ends up, like what what chapter they end up ending it on the season or if they end up finishing the whole thing. I don't know how close it is to being done or not. Well, are you on? Are you up to date on that, Rob? Have you seen uh, no, I've only watched first episode, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. You better you better get on that, buddy. Yep. It's a wild ride. <laughs> AOT's wild ride. Yeah, it's a wild ride. <laughs> but you don't want to get off of it. That's good. It's really good. It's nice yeah. to hear it's paced better because I thought the first season was oh, yeah. slow well, in the get, middle. Oh, well, really yeah, you get the really slow, and then he gets like, here's 15 minutes of talking. Like, god damn it. And you knew well, the was, bad... For me, it was like the first two episodes great, and then like, fuck like training episodes and <laughs> leading up to when Aaron becomes a Titan. It's like, Oh my God, the pacing is just it's like three episodes in a row with Pixis talking about how they're going to go drop the rock. Oh yeah. yeah. After that, you're right. That was, <laughs> that was the worst part for me. Like 12 through 15, nothing happened. Yeah. Those were awful. 
I don't think there's there's any way that that can happen this time around, like zero percent. There's just too much stuff that happens. Gotcha. Well, I'm excited, man. That, that excites me because, you know, I, 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 you know, we waited this long. I hope it's the payoff is worth it. I'll say definitely the show to watch this season. When are Aaron and uh, and uh, what's your face gonna fuck? Just get it over with. Casa, yeah, Casa, Sukasa, Sukasa. I think in Arrow manga, they make Arrow manga sensei. They make a uh, surprise appearance in one of the later episodes. Oh shit! They're actually just fucking in front of that little girl, and she draws it. She draws it. <laughs> she can finally draw someone older than twelve. Yes. Yeah. Mikasa would have to be a lesbian, so you have to put her in Scum's Wish. Nice. She can't be straight. There you go. Anyway. What else have you been watching? Anything else? Uh, no. All right. I thought I did really good. I watched like three things, and two of them I finished. Uh, I'll have you know I finished two things from last season, hey. so we have something to talk about today. Great. You know what? I I also bought uh uh Eureka Seven on Blu-ray. So uh, this guy yeah. buys all the anime he never watches. Hey. I sometimes do. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching that cat one not too long ago. So I came back to watching. The sweet home one? No, that's Jeez. that's Chi. Oh. No, all car- all culture Nuku Nuku kit. <laughs> it doesn't Crazy. sound like a real name of a show. I know, it's so fucking retarded. Anywho, should we get into DVD picks? Not news. We're skipping news. Okay, what news do you have? Oh, I have to have news? Never mind. Let's move on. Well, yeah. I mean... Uh, There's probably nothing newsworthy. Okay, moving on. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the Weekly DVD Picks. Yeah, what should you get? Have, have you missed that? that recorded because I only heard like half of that. Good. Probably, well, probably just filtering it because you're too noisy. It's I too am. much louder than when you talk. It is. Discord being oh, like, oh my god, I can't can't handle the the reverbs and the the awesomeness of that bump. Yeah, that bump was too much. I didn't record it all. What? What month is it? It's. It's it's it's. It's, it's almost April. the end of April. Oh, wow. The Asterix War, Volume 4, yep. on Blu-ray, limited edition, for $115. Half that noise. Fuck you, Aniplex. Anything <laughs> they release is like $115. Bucks. Mm-hmm. And some are really good, but Asterix War, not so much, so. And then Discord, or Discotech was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Ah, oh, here you go, guys. Here's some old anime. Yeah, Crusher Joe. That sounds like something you'd watch. Sounds pretty awesome. Crusher Joke, it sounds like he could be a wrestler. Probably is. We got the Freedom Foodons. No idea. It's Fighting Foodons. It's fighting. Freedom, the complete OVA. Oh, yeah. Freedom doesn't make any sense. Freedom, the complete OVA series, and Ultra Maniac. I've only heard of Crusher Joe. I don't know what any of them are. Uh, we got Dragon Ball Z Kai, the final chapter. So what is that? What is the final chapters? 
I don't know. Is that what's airing right now? Or is that no, Dragon that's Ball super. super. I don't know what the final chapters are. I thought all of Kai was already out. Yeah, it was same. 100 episodes. So I don't know what the final chapters are. Prince, yeah, of Prince of Stride. Running. Wasn't that what it showed about, like, when they ran up shit and down shit? What's that? What's that? Parkour. Parkour, <laughs> yeah. Parkour, the anime. Is it? I've never heard of it. Let's Google it. Prince of Stride. Oh, it's really colorful. Super colorful. It's like Skittles. An extreme sport that combines parkour, free running, relay, and sprinting. It's called Stride. Stride. So apparently it's about a stride club. All right. Oh, I'm sorry, Watashi. You uh, broke your femur. You're out of the stride club. Good, good. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> now you have to join Go Home Club. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Great, great dishonor. You should go kill yourself. I don't know. It looks it looks interesting. What's funny is its source is a visual novel. So, like, this is some visual novel game about being in the extreme parkour club. All right. I wonder what de- I wonder what decisions you make. Like jump, not jump. You yeah. just jump. You get you get bad end. Die by falling off the building. Ah <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> the hardest visual novel. Do you vault or do you sum- do you somersault? Yeah. Uh, Snow White with the red hair. This you sounds know what familiar. My question is though. What's that? Does, that? does anyone even buy DVDs anymore? Like really. Yes. I think Rob buys them. Dude, I need to buy a third shelf almost. My Blu-ray <laughs> collection is like almost taking up an entire shelf. What was shelf. the last thing you bought? Last thing I bought was Alraka 7 and... I'd have to go look. I buy quite I buy quite a bit. I go and... Look at starts. every time we record, he has something new he bought. I go to a, to a, a store around here called Manifest Disc. It's the F- FYE basically unloads all the unfold shit. Dicks? Dicks, exactly. Dicks? Well, like, every, oh. like every girl in Japan. They love exactly. them. Yeah. No, disc. D- disc? Yes. Oh. Oh, disc. Okay. So it's an FYE. Like, they unload all their unsold stuff to this store, as well as you can, like, sell your DVD collections and stuff. So they have tons of old anime and new anime, but they usually sell it at MSRP. Um, but, uh, and there's oh, another place called Second and Charles that I go to. Oh, we have a Second and Charles in Michigan, or when I was in Michigan. Um, that are like going to pawn shops, like. People fine. pawn their anime. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're like, this is like solid gold. Like, <laughs> I, I'll take no less than $100 for this. At, oh, at the man. same time as like a gun. They're like, this is my witch's, witch blade <laughs> collection yes. and my witch gold blade. tooth. God. Oh no! I mean, I picked up um, when I was up in oh, South Dakota uh, checking out the the monument up there. Um, I stopped at a pawn shop and found his and her circumstances complete collection, the right stuff edition, uh, in chip box. Wait uh, a minute, is that supposed to mean anything to me? Like you're you're like it's the bonus edition. <laughs> it's well, like what the fuck? It's like I'm supposed to know what the difference between that and Well, like, I mean, the there's tons of different like... releases of His and Her Circumstance, but this was a uh, <laughs> special edition chip box with all the singles. And I also Did found, you like, say a special edition lunchbox came with Chip, chip box. 
Shitbox. It's a, this it's guy a doesn't, this guy never buys. This fucker does not buy legal anime. He never buys anything. Fucking hell. Dude, I buy figures. I support the anime. Oh, fuck. I have one figure. Hideyoshi. I have a whole shelf, dude. I don't even have enough space for them. There's too many. I have one. It's Hideyoshi from... Uh, it's Talk from uh, Bakon Test. Guess you're... what? I even have a cast. I have some cast off figures. Nice. Ooh. Wow. Are they always cast off? No, they're always on. Like, the ca- to me, the cast off is so. I wish that they weren't. Honestly, it's like so unappealing. Extra work. To me. Well, yeah, it's like hard to put that shit together. Like you, you can't appreciate it until you own one, and you're like, wow, this is actually really hard. It's hard for the clothes to stay on. Like, that that was what annoys me about it. you think it would be really, like, once the clothes are on, that's it. But most of these, the, like, the clothes, like, just sit on top, and it's like they, they fall off of you and, like, bump into the shelf. It's like, that's it. <laughs> it's See, I, I don't, I mean, I bought my Hideyoshi figure. It was 120 bucks, and I was like, fuck. I mean, I like it. Don't get me wrong. It's funny because he's, like, bending over sexily, and, like, you know, it's Hideyoshi from Baka and Test. Um, but that's the whole joke of his that's character. That's the whole joke, exactly. No, I mean, I have a very large anime collection. I've got about 320 discs, according to the software I used to to. <laughs> according to the oh, records. dude, I've bought so many duplicates. I fucking invested in software. So he's got I, one of those library scanning devices. I do. Where, like when he, well, when he gets dude, new one, fuck, he catalogs I, it. Dude, I do. Like, this was a first edition. What what were you calling the other one? It was the right stuff, like whatever the, right the hell. Oh, like, yeah, no, no, no. In I don't mint soon. Yeah, exactly. Mint new in box. Exactly. I I, I don't get in like I, I'm in a Facebook group called like Anime Collectors Galore, and people on there will. How drop. many people are in that group? Oh, though? tons, dude. Even Sean Kleckner from. <laughs> it's like just him. You open it up. <laughs> yeah. Like Rob. Oh. <laughs> well, no. I mean, it's so big. Like Sean Kleckner himself, like, is in it, and he'll like. See, when you just drop a name, you're like, yeah, dude, that's Sean, the fucking owner like, of Right Stuff. It's the owner of Right Stuff. All right, you just like I'm saying for your, your Donald loyal Trump fans out here. There. You just gotta you gotta you gotta clarify for your loyal fans. Oh whatever, like, dude. If you don't know what right stuff is, like I don't know shame. what that is. Well, because you don't buy legal anime, yeah. apparently. We try to appeal to the educated fans, not the stupid <laughs> ones. <Yeah>. Like, you... <laughs> hey, I am very happy that you support legal anime by purchasing Crunchyroll and then letting. Uh, Zach use it. Yeah, I don't even see. I don't even buy. <laughs> yeah, the no, he's worse, dude. I I pay for Crunchyroll. I buy figures. I buy merch, every like... figure from the Seven Deadly Sins. No, actually, I'm missing a couple. I need to get oh, on the that. Fuck. I was waiting to see how the show was, honestly, before I bought it anymore. What if it's so bad you have to sell your figures? No, I mean they <laughs> they look good. That's why I bought them in the first place. Like, dude, this is a mistake a lot of people make when they buy figures. Is they'll get like a, a like a not to me one eight scale. It's got to be at least one eight scale. And then, like, if you, they'll buy one and they won't, like, look at reviews or they'll buy before it's out and, like, it'll be by, like, a not very good company and then they'll get it and it looks like shit. Like, I've had figures that look like shit and it's, like, it's night and day when you get a quality figure. Mm-hmm. No, like, I mean. My One Piece figures. To, to each like, their oh. own. I mean, I'm not going to bash out. I like collecting the, I like, honestly, a lot of it for me is I like going to, like, that store, like, the store or the, or the. Uh, or the pawn shop. I, it, for me, it's the hunt of what you're gonna find. To me, you it's never not know like what you're gonna watch it. exactly, <laughs> dude. Seriously, like to me, it's fun not knowing what I might find. For Hideyoshi, I'd give you four dollars. It's gonna sit on my shelf, cl- taking space, 
I know a guy that'll come in and evaluate if this is a real one. <laughs> yeah. It's like all those History Channel shows. Exactly. Oh no, I mean, I, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of stuff I buy now, I don't buy directly from right stuff anymore. I don't buy a lot of... The last new... Like new brand oh, new. They're gonna ruin it. They'll never sponsor us exactly. now. Exactly. Oh yeah. Dude, so you're like no. saying the supporting thing? If you're buying all your stuff secondhand, you're not even. Supporting uh, no, I mean I still buy. Supporting. I buy from Amazon. Like the last new, like I bought the Haruhi complete collection Blu-ray set, limited edition. It was like 130 yeah. bucks. Yeah. How many times have you watched that Haruhi? No, or the I Blu-ray. Mean, the, new one, the, the limited edition. Blu-ray. I haven't watched it once. Hasn't Dude, I've seen it. Haruhi like five times. See, here's the thing. You could have see so you could have those DVDs sitting on the shelf or you could have sexy anime figures sitting on your shelf. Uh, I know which one I'd rather have. Well, I te- know, like, like I said, teach their own. Do they have DXD like... figures? That's what I want. They're all just boobs. They do. Boost. But they're like actually just awful, most of them. Aww. I'll be honest, a lot of the anime I I like buying is the older stuff because I, I'll be honest, I don't really buy stuff that Some I haven't seen. Though. I don't I don't buy uh, stuff for the sake of buying stuff. I, I don't operate that way. Uh, there's people on my Facebook group who buy every little thing, who buy LEs and just fucking big ass boxes of stuff from Right Stuff, filled to the brim, like big ass boxes. And I'm just like, I, I I can't imagine. Like I buy stuff that I've either watched and enjoyed, or I've heard good things about, or if I come upon it secondhand, I'll be like, oh, I've heard about this show, I'll check it out. I did that with Slayers. I did it with a lot of shows. You know, uh, but I don't. I don't just buy stuff and say, "Oh my god, that show! Oh my god, I gotta buy it." I, I also don't like buying new. I mean, I really don't. I can't justify spending sixty to eighty dollars on one anime release. And don't get me wrong; it's gotten a lot better. Back when I started collecting in oh seven oh eight, you know, that was the time where you were buying singles. You know, a complete collection, vol- you know, disc was hard to find if you know rare um i remember one of the most expensive things i bought was the beck complete collection in the special case for volume one and i bought the entire thing but it was like 145 bucks all retail priced now you can get the show for 20 bucks you know from uh funimation's green label the save edition Um, (laughs) the cheapo edition the cheapo did but no i got quite a few save editions though um I mean, I I don't know how to say it, man. I, I just enjoy doing it, but I also don't enjoy just recklessly throwing away money. Like, I, I you know, there's stuff I want to buy. You know, I own all of Welcome to the NHK, except Volume 6, a super fucking rare version of Volume 6 that was released by Funimation. It was so limited. You know, I never purchased it, and now I'm kicking myself. You know, there's stuff out there I want to buy, but... Within reason. I mean, the most expensive I think I bought was a Harley collection, or that's probably about the most expensive I probably purchased. About 130 bucks, about the tops. I mean, I've went out and spent 200 bucks on like sales on right stuff, but that was like back when they did their Christmas sales, where it's like, oh, spend 100 bucks and get like 75 discs of 75 you know, di- discs of Harley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but no, I mean, I teach their own, man. I'm happy to hear that you're buying figures. I'm happy to hear that you're buying crap. I'm not judging you or anything. I just, for me, I, I, I like going to a store not knowing what I'm going to buy. I, I find it kind of boring going like, oh, I want to buy this. I want to buy that. Because I'll be honest, a lot of the new shows I don't like or I don't want to watch again. And yeah, you're right. 
a lot of the stuff that I buy, I probably never watch, or I watch once and it just sits there and it's collecting dust. But to me, Crunchyroll could die tomorrow, you know, unlikely. But <laughs> to me, it's like there's I've got rare stuff out there too. I've got rare editions of shows that go for hundreds of dollars on DVD that you cannot buy unless you want to buy it through a second hand. Granted, now that Blu-ray is coming around, like I have the super rare, like complete collection of of uh, Escaflone that goes for six, seven hundred dollars on DVD. Well, the fucking Blu-ray just came out, so there went that. You know, that probably just tanked. But I'm not looking to sell. I'm not getting into it to be like, oh, I'm gonna flip this. You know, there's a lot of people who will go out and buy, you know, the Aniplex editions of shows. And then Aniplex is known, A, they jack up the prices of everything, but then they also do small batches, you know. But people turn around and flip them. Because there's, you know, Sword Art Online, perfect example. Good luck finding Sword Art Online for cheap. You're not going to find it. Why would you want to find that? <laughs> that is very never, true. Hey, that's a real question. Exactly. No, but still. I like, never find myself looking for that shit. <laughs> I, bet a, I bet a lot of people bought a lot of the Haruhi boxes in anticipation to flip them just because of how limited the second season was last time. Um, Dude, I mean, I they got the complete collection. Rob Lake's having DVDs that have been held in greasy hands and... And, uh, hey, I don't. I, I'm not picky. Covered in. I would rather get a deal than than pay brand new. I don't give a shit if it's secondhand. If it's not, he, he likes off. that weeb slightly used smell exactly. on the DVDs. So it exactly. sounds like he's in it for the thrill of the hunt, I not am. for the actual product. No, I totally respect that, dude. I I didn't. I wasn't. Try, I was just joking around. With you. Oh, I know. Like, I totally get it. It's because it's but, like, for me. It's like collecting at the end of the day. It doesn't matter. What you're into collecting or how you collect? Oh it. yeah, like, no. I, I I totally get it, dude. Like, I, I also think it's fun talking it's to people because I mean, like, it's fun, like seeing what other people got or, you know, comparing your collection versus somebody else. Going, oh man, I wish. Like, uh, I'll give you an example. That Welcome to the NHK Volume Six. I remember holding that motherfucker in my hand at Best Buy, and going, oh fine, I'll buy it later. And then Funimation was like, stop production. Biggest regret anymore. of his life. He, you know, he <laughs> lies in bed at night. I cried. It was the day his life. I lived with a worse. roommate who owned it, and I'm like, why the fuck did I steal it when I had the chance? <laughs> and now he lost it, and I'm like, motherfucker. He's going to go to the grave, and like, we'll all be we at his funeral procession, and we'll be standing around his open casket, and we'll, we'll read off his last wishes, right? And be, <laughs> his biggest regret in life was not getting that DVD. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. He's like, please complete my NHK collection exactly. and bury it with me. It must be complete. <laughs> Welcome to the HK's amazing show. Oh my god. Yeah. It's like the Tomb of the Pharaohs. Bury me with my anime collection. <laughs> <in the> <laughs> That's uh, Rob. That's all they use as currency in heaven. Exactly. Anime DVDs. exactly. Oh man, I got I that. don't know. That sounds more like hell to me. There you go. <laughs> to each their own. <laughs> exactly. No, hell is only DVDs like Witchblade and Seven Deadly Sins. Honestly, okay, we're like we're making fun of that, but I don't think that it will end up being that bad. Like we'll see. It, I mean, it has a lot of has a lot of time to get awful. Don't get me wrong. Like, oh, <laughs> the other thing like too, though, is two. there's a t- shit ton of re 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 releases. Look at Evie Galleon. Evie Galleon's been which, released. Which one? Re- which edition? Okay, the the TV series. 
Okay. You know, that that show's been released probably six or seven times. Hell, there's a Christmas edition release set of the TV show. Wow. And people the go nuts over it. The thing that's interesting to me with that is, like, why that show, though? Like, it's, I mean, it's a good show. I it's guess. just because it's highly regarded and people spend money. People will buy it. I mean, I, I bought when it. You look at, like, Code Geass, right? And they, like, they, they could have just raked in off of that. And, it's... I mean, what? Did they ever really come out with the new? They were gonna do like new episodes. Is that that hasn't come out yet? That's later this year. Yeah. Season three, he's not actually dead somehow, despite yeah. being stabbed in the heart with the sword. I remember when I finished watching that show, I was reading online. There was like a manga gag of him working at a gas station, and I was like, I would love to see that. <laughs> it's kind of like the devil is a part timer. Exactly, except buy the lottery show. tickets. Yeah. He does the Gias thing. Exactly. The... You will buy premium. <laughs> yeah. I have <laughs> a hybrid. Wow. He makes them so much money. Exactly. Oh, lottery ticket sales are going up in Udon. <laughs> I don't... I have no idea what season three could be. Like, him dying was the point of the show. Well, it's like... Di- it's, it's different characters, I think. It takes... It picks up after he died. I don't think he's like... He's in it, but I don't think he's, like, in it, you know? Hmm. Is what I thought. I, well, I don't, I don't know, know how he could be in it after he died. No, I think it, like, takes, like, it's it ends with him, like, you know, where where the show ended, but then he's, like, in it for a bit, and then, like, I think he dies off or something, or it's, like, flashbacks or something. I'm not sure. I, I, I like, read this a lot. That's why I was, like, how's that not out yet? Did that get canceled or whatever? Because that was a long time ago. Well, there was a spin-off off that's already out. That yeah. took place in the same universe. Maybe you're thinking but that was that. like in the past too, right? Or was that in the future? It was during the same events as the show. I thought. Uh, I don't know. Just different people. See, their mistake was is they didn't put it on Crunchyroll. So then it was like it didn't even come out in my eyes. <laughs> but yeah. now they want to make season three, which Lelouch for the or Lelouch for the <laughs> teaser did the voice. So I don't know. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, moving on. God damn, we spent a lot of time on that. In summary, I've only bought Railgun. There we go. I supported the anime franchise. Good. I just love how you're using my Crunch Railgun stuff. <laughs> I, I got like deers, dude. I own three DV anime like disc sets. Railgun, I bought myself. Um, Black Lagoon, I got for a Christmas got president. Christmas, yeah. Present, not president. And what else? Hey, don't forget, you supported Little Witch Academia. Yeah. Let's not forget that. Not that I ever got the fucking Blu-ray because I moved. <laughs> ah. What happened to it? So you, I waited two years, like most things, on Kickstarter. Yeah. And then they shipped it to me. But it was to my Virginia apartment when I was laid off from my job. Yeah. And it just went there, and they didn't say they got it. But they probably just lied to me because I skipped, like, broke out of my contract. Oh, about like, Fuck that guy. I burned it. Right, yeah, they probably just sold. They probably sold it to no, the places probably, you go. No, 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 no. Go. It's, probably it's probably at that store. It's probably sitting there in, in the office, unopened, mm-hmm. on the shelf. You should call him. Uh, my story, my love story. Sorry, I never finished that show. But uh... now, after watching Scum's Wish, my expectations are so much higher for like what a show should be, romance-wise. Yeah. And that one just moved really slow. Um. Wow, I don't know how to say this. Utaware Rumino. 
No idea. The false faces. Yep. Just cut and paste this in here. Yeah, I think you got it right. Utomenwaro or whatever. Close enough. Uh, the One Being Sung from 2006. Uh, one Punch Man Season 1. Which I uh, will buy. Oh, that's the only thing you should be buying. Yeah, that's the only thing that looks good to me on that list. And it's Viz Media. I do like their dub. I haven't heard it for One Punch Man, but if it's like Excel World, it's it was good, good. Enough. Yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah, I forgot you watched it, dub. Yep. We got Garo, Crimson Moon, Grimgar, Ashes and Illusions, One Piece, Film, Gold, One Piece, Heart of Gold, Rio, Rainbow Gate, Nurse, Witch, Kamugi, R. Crap. So, sounds more like Kentai than a normal anime. The Red Turtle. And Mobile Suit Gundam. Wow, well, yeah, nothing I want other than One Punch Man. Yep, same. And my love story was, like, interesting when I watched it, but it just moved really slow. So I think those would be the only two I'd be interested in. There you go. All right. Woo. We did it. What an extended period of reviewing DVDs in between other things and technical difficulties. Yeah, whatever. All right. Go ahead with your review. Man, I'm, I'm so excited to talk about Scum's Wish after last night, but I'll finish it so you I can have eight, an educated you opinion. more episodes, man. There is tons more to come. I just, I hope... Literally uh, and figuratively. Mother, I hope Mother's Basement talks about it. Not not to plug something that isn't our own while here, but I really like most of his reviews, and like there's so many well-directed parts I like, but I don't know enough as a critic to talk about them, so I'm excited to hear someone talk about the directing aspect. Maybe I should ask him to do it. But anyway. Sorry, okay, I quit Discord. Sorry, everybody, for the bleeping and blooping. Beep, bloop. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, I'd be interested in his opinion as well, just to see, because, yeah, he breaks down a lot of stuff. Yeah, more from the film critic view than just the anime fan view. I really so like the background music in that show. Mm, yeah, all the music. All the directing. It's like, it's really well made. The only thing I'm not sure about yet, being only five episodes in, is if the story's any good from a romance standpoint. But so far, the the pacing's intense. The characters are interesting. I just want to know why it was never sent on any streaming services. Yeah, it is strange. I'm glad someone told us about it, or else we just would have missed it completely. Yeah. But it is very, very exciting. Maybe it's too raunchy for streaming services. Oh, so. yeah. Because shit like H, you know, High School DxD, DxD and you know, all those stuff. I mean, DxD... Well, think about DxD's content. If it's censored like it is when it first comes out, it's not technically that Well, come adult. on, they, they had... I would say it has nothing to do with it. Because they, they show the my president, or my girlfriend is a school president, uncensored on, on Crunchyroll for premium members. Yeah, but maybe they're more sensitive. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. That's not why. We don't know why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you said. Um, but if I can bring up the My Anime List page, I'll be reviewing interviews with Monster Girls. Not to be confused with Monsume, the other Monster Girl show. And sadly, I just don't even know its Japanese name after finishing the show, so... Um, 
You know, I've watched a lot of anime, just as a side note. Now it takes an entirely way too long to scroll through my list to find out where it is without knowing the name. Yeah. Uh, almost up to 200 different series. I'm almost up to 300. Wow. Yeah, 289 or 290, let's see. I'm up to 291 completed. That's so many. It is. All right, there must be life. some way to see what I finished recently. Yeah, here we go. Demi-chan. I should have known that. So, but I was looking in M. I'm like, Monster Girls, M. Has to be here somewhere. And apparently its synonym is Aijin-chan wa kataratai. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> no idea what that means. But I know the Demi-chan is its name because... The monster girls within the show just want to be called Demi's, short for Demi or half-human. So, that was interesting. So anyway, the show starts out without being about monster girls at all, at least blatantly. Because it starts out with one of the main girls, who's a vampire, Hikari. And she looks normal. Right, yeah, that's what I'm saying, is... Um, she meets, like, the sensei, uh, Takahashi, yeah, Takahashi, which is, like, this 30-year-old buff man who's a biology teacher at a high school, but also researches monster, monsters, I guess, in general, but it just so happens he gets all the monster girls, and, um, so they meet in front of a gate before school starts, and she was, like, walking there at night. And you don't know why she's walking there at night initially. It just looks like a normal girl. And they say hi. And then the next morning, he like the teacher goes to class and sees that she's one of the vampires. And he's like, it all makes sense. She wanted to scout out the school before it got like too hot, you know, because she didn't want to go out in the sun. Because whether, well, I guess the main point of the show, I should get that out of the way, is it's all about the teacher doing research on monsters and then helping the girls cope with their problems. So there's three different monster girls and they pace out the show really well. Each one gets their own episode initially as they're introduced and before they become friends. So there's four monster girls in total, even though I just said three because one is a teacher there. It's this girl who's a succubus and apparently her main issue is she has to go to work really early and wear like, gym clothes because like normal clothes would be too provocative because she gives off like a natural aphrodisiac effect and her whole relationship with the sensei is he she likes him because he's really good at like controlling himself and not appearing embarrassed or flustered and she thinks it's because the aphrodisiac effect doesn't like affect him he's like immune for some reason but really he's just really good like has a really good poker face so yeah that was funny yeah, initially he tries to avoid her. And the three monster girls are a vampire girl, Hikari, uh, Kyoko Machi, who is like a headless horseman, Dulahan, as they say, which I never actually heard that term for headless horseman characters before. Uh, Durara, the Celti or whatever, is the headless horseman. The Dulahan, I don't know why they have that term, but. And then finally, Yuki. Can you guess what kind of monster girl she is? Or maybe you know because you watched the one of the episodes. I know what she is. She's a snow fairy. Yeah. 
She's like the snow princess or snow fairy, which is funny because her name's Yuki Snow. How clever. Maybe their other names have some significance, but I didn't place it if so. I just don't know enough Japanese. And so what I really enjoyed about this show is they take time introducing all the characters like across four episodes, but then I wasn't really sure where it would go because, well, like it looked cute. But it certainly didn't look like the Monsume show, right? It wasn't like fan service with Monster Girls. It was something different. And I wasn't sure where it was going to go because they introduced all the girls and I'm like, oh, they have to overcome problems. But that's not going to be enough to keep the show interesting. And then they all sort of like the sensei, but they never really play on that to the extreme. It's never like, oh, how do we go out with them or whatever, even though we're high school students, which some anime tried to do. It was just like they all cared about him, but it wasn't to the point of like weird dating. And um, so then you get to the end of episode four or the middle, like the end of Yuki's introduction. And these two normal high school girls are making fun of her for something. And Hikari like busts into the bathroom and just gives them the like huge runoff speech about how they're just being bitches to people and they're just talking to hear themselves talk, like typical high school things, but I didn't expect the show to have one of the other girl characters stand up for the girls, because normally it's just like the trope is the teacher resolves everything for them. They naturally fall in love with the teacher because he could do no wrong, right? And then everything's resolved. So that was really interesting, is that they have to handle their own issues in the show. Mm-hmm. And then they talk a lot about I guess if it had to make a like a social commentary, it's like any ostracized group um, is usually ostracized out of ignorance, or at least some level of like not understanding them or not being able to relate. Mm-hmm. So they talk a lot about how they first have to learn about themselves, which is like akin to you know anyone that's growing up in high school, you got to learn about yourself, and then they have to share it with other people, so the other people aren't afraid of them. Like, they're afraid of the snow girl because they're afraid they're going to freeze them and they'll die and stuff at one point. And they're afraid of the vampire girl because vampires suck blood. And, like, not only do they have to overcome, like, Hikari can't be out in the sun because it hurts her. She also has to convince people she's not going to, like, take their blood, you know. And it's way more interesting than the Monsume show because in that they're just, like, the government mandated that people have to be nice to demi-humans. And it's, like... It works for that show because the point is the fan service, not the plot. But for this show, they can't just rely on the government to solve all their issues. So that was really interesting. And my favorite part of the show is how it it breaks tropes, like I mentioned earlier, where suddenly the dependable guy is questioned, like in episode 10, by the vice principal. He's like, how come you spend all of your time with the monster girls, like talking to them in private, he doesn't insinuate like any illicit things, but he's like, how come you just neglect all the other students? Like, are you that poor of a teacher that you can only pay attention to three students? And he has like some sort of character crisis where in almost every anime I've seen, uh, they draw up a character type and that character just sticks to their guns like forever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> their, their character character is like the dependable sensei who only helps these three girls. And like, that would never be questioned in most shows. It would just play out like that. But another character questions why he's like that, and he's like, well, maybe you're right. And he gets all depressed about it, and the Monster Girls make like a phone video and send it to him to cheer him up. And 
Bakari like finds him at night on this beach where he's like crying to himself and comforts him and it was like in that sense it was a like more adult like I could take it more seriously than a lot of anime I've seen because it started with its themes of like helping people that are ostracized and then they come full circle and help someone else and I thought that was really cool that even though the show's only 12 episodes they managed to have that kind of continuity to it so I didn't really in this brief discussion I didn't really talk about like why you should watch it why it's so exciting and there's obviously lots of funny parts or cute parts, but I wanted to make sure I gave it credit for like being how unique and mature of a show it is. So, uh, if people listening or anything like me, I get sick of just, though I like a lot of the shows like Monsume and DXD, I get sick of all those tropes and like fan service and like you can write a character to be cutesy and support like the teacher character and it, it's like it feels good. But you can't take it as seriously because you just know what to expect. And this show really challenged my expectations, and I appreciated it a lot at the end because I didn't know what I was in for, but it managed to elicit all those feelings without just, like, being cheap about it. Gotcha. So I thought it was really cool. Uh, I watched the first episode dubbed, but I watched all of it subbed. And both the sub and dub are very good. So you could enjoy it either way. And the main driving force, other than what's unique, is they do something that's relatable only to them. They don't understand it. Like this one girl like cries ice-like tears. And she's like, oh no, am I going to freeze everyone like the legend says? So then he, she talks to the sensei. The sensei proves that it's only when she's sweating, when she's nervous, and that like she's not going to freeze everyone to death. She learns that. And then she has to relay it to like everyone in her class slash her two other monster girl friends. So like while it may seem formulaic, um, it's real. It's like really cool to watch them get over their problems. And my favorite character is uh, the vampire girl Hikari because she's like super full of energy and she's generally the one standing up for other people and also comforting the teacher the most. So they wrote her in as like a uh, like airheaded, energetic character, but like wise beyond her years, which I thought was, uh, well, maybe this is too deep of a connection, but it was cool for a vampire character because, you know, in mythology they live for a very long time. So, mm-hmm. so I thought it was, it was really well written. I'm not sure what the inspiration was for it. Um, let's see, adaptation. I can click it. So it was a manga originally, but whoever wrote the source material. I guess, like, did a lot of research because they managed to avoid monster tropes and anime tropes and write a unique story with both. So it was, it was really unique. It's very few shows I'd recommend as, like, an original thing. Gotcha. Yeah, I watched the first three or four episodes, and it was pretty good. I really liked the dub. Mm-hmm. And the, four is prob- like, the first four is probably the most boring because... It sets up all the characters. It's necessary for the rest of the story, but the second half's really good because it challenges how they interact with people and how the teacher interacts with them more. Whereas in the first four, it's like they're having, I guess you could equate it to like normal teenage girl problems, except they're monsters, you know? So 
But in the second half, it's just the episode that, like I said, that blew me away is now the teacher questions why he does things. And it's like, whoa, you never see that in anime. Normally, he's the one rock character that can never be questioned. Mm-hmm. So this is very good. Good. What, do we, what would you give it? I think... See, now I have to think, but I think I gave it an 8. I did like it that much. I was debating between 7 and 8, but just the way it ended and its, like, surprise factor for how well it was written, I would give it an 8. I think you could like it if you want just wanted a comedy show, and you could also like it if you wanted something totally unique. So, it managed to succeed at two things, and... Uh, most sh- shows I watch that do that get a high rating from me. Gotcha. Uh, opposite in intensity, perhaps, to like something like Scum's Wish. It's uh, not necessarily super uh, hooking, I guess, because I, I really enjoyed watching it week to week. It was like, almost the perfect show to do that, because I was always curious what's going to happen. But it wasn't so intense, like, it never had to end on a cliffhanger to be interesting. So, it was a good show to watch leisurely. Maybe watch this in between other shows people enjoy. So. Fair enough. All right. <clears throat> Your name. Um. Obviously, if you've been following anime at all for any time, especially recently... You've probably heard about your name. It's a movie that was released by Makoto Shinkai. And uh, it's getting rave reviews. For the last year, it's been getting rave reviews. And uh, Funimation picked up the license. And they did a uh, weekend uh, about two weeks ago. Where for the weekend, they were showing it. Some dubbed, some subbed. I went to a dub showing. And... uh, you know, everyone's going crazy over this show. Everyone's like, oh, it's the greatest thing ever. Oh, my God. I like Makoto Shinkai. We reviewed his works, five centimeters per second. Um, it was a Garden of Words, I think it was. Yep. yep. Um, you know, we've reviewed quite a bit. Uh, the, the girl who left her time. Police promised in our early days. But uh, this one I didn't really, I liked, but I didn't see the big, like, oh my god, it's amazing. Um, I think a lot of people are younger, and they're, like, not used to seeing movies. Maybe? I, I, I don't I don't know. Um, the story tells about uh, uh, Mitsuha and Taki, where they keep switching bodies throughout the week and throughout months so Taki is this guy who lives in Tokyo and Mitsuha is out in this bo- is out in the boonies and the show they learned to like I, it was funny because every time I thought about it I instantly went back to Kokoro Connect mm-hmm. um, essentially they keep switching lives they don't know why and and um, they gotta figure out why. Putting it easily enough, 
and it turns out they fall in love with each other and they keep screwing with each other's lives. I, I really thought if this wasn't a movie, they could have did a lot more. But uh, the the Mitsuha is like a shrine princess or whatever, and, you know, her family does all this shrine stuff for the Shinto temple or for Shinto, and they have to make this special kind of like rice wine where they they eat the rice and then they spit out into a bottle and like that turns into liquor. <laughs> How strange! Yeah, I mean the show start the 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 the, the movie starts off with Mitsuha waking up and her grabbing the running joke is that she wakes up and grabs her boobs and her sister walks in and sees her playing with her boobs and the joke is you know, the reality is oh no it's Taki uh, don't get me wrong it's very very funny uh, it's very sweet it's a nice movie and there's some huge twists that I'm not going to even mention otherwise the whole movie's ruined but I I I enjoyed watching the film in a theater. I went to one of those really nice ones. I had the reclining seats and all that good stuff. It was really nice. Um, the dub work was really really good, but I felt like the movie went on way too long. Like it peaked, and then it was like, oh, he's got fifteen more minutes worth of show, and it's like, come on. Hmm. Um, yeah, the the opposite of uh, like Satoshi Kon's work. It's yeah, like the apex is just as the movie ends, and you're like, "Wow, yeah, that's how it ended." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? so so Mitsuha and Taki have to like figure out why they're switching bodies, and meanwhile they screw up each other's lives. So like like uh, Mitsuha wants to move to Tokyo because she hates being in the boonda boonies. Mm-hmm. So while she's there. She'll like buy sweets, and then he has to work it off because he spends all of his money on sweets. Meanwhile, he's like touching her boobs, and like you know, and like they make ground rules eventually, and so they know each other. They find they figure it out, and then they leave each other notes and stuff. Like, like there's one there's one underlying story where Taki has like the hots for his manager at work, and. Because she can sew and stuff when she switches bodies as she's talky. Like there's like a scene where like a customer like cuts her dress with a with a uh, with a with a blade, you know, the exacto knife. Mm-hmm. So he's like, Oh, I can I can fix that and she sews the dress up for her and she's like, Oh, you have a feminine side, oh it's really cute and da 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 So basically she Mitsuha you know, is landing the date for Taki. So when they switch back, he'd be like, okay, here's what we did, you know, and this is when you're going to be dating and this and that and blah, 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 blah. And they, people around them notice different changes in them. Like it, it takes a little getting used to, cause at first they don't know what's going on. They just know like, Hey, something weird is going on. Mm-hmm. And there's really like, the, the running jokes, but it also goes back to like, you know, you gotta gotta just suspend your your disbelief. You know, like they fall in love, and it's like, what? Um, but it, it's, <laughs> it's really well done. And how um, much how much time does it cover? Because from the pictures I've seen, they grow up at some point. Yeah. See, I don't. That's where I don't want to get into it. Okay. 
because that. But that's a spoiler. I don't want to know. I guess. Yeah, there's I a huge, there's it. huge spoilers that uh, I don't want to get into. But yes, you are correct. It does cover. Uh, no, it covers. It. I can't explain it. It all goes back to the movie, and if I re- if I talk about it, the movie's ruined. So. Sorry. Well, I'm I'm still excited to see it. It's definitely um, good. I really liked it, but I didn't think it was like a ten. And people were like, "Oh my god, this show's amazing! Oh, this is the greatest thing ever! Oh my god, the movie just... Oh my god, Macaulay guy's amazing! Oh my god!" I think it's because like, it's a lot more accessible than most of his other films. Well, a lot of his other films are symbolism and this rely is on very visuals. much symbolism too, though. This okay. is Makoto. If you've seen his other works, this is Makoto Shinkai. To me, I liked Five Centimeters Per Second much better than this show. Mm. But don't get me wrong. This show, the, the, the movie was very, very good. I definitely, I want to watch it again because I feel like I missed a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's um, really long from it what is. I understand. It's like Five Centimeters a Second makes a pretty poignant point. Uh, with half the time, so yeah, this stuff just just kind of drug out and like, like I said, like to me the movie was good, but it's like they climax and they're like, all right, here's 15 more minutes of movie, um, you know, and to me I was like, ah, oh, fuck's sake, just hurry up. Yeah, it's way different than most anime. Most anime either ends abruptly or doesn't have an ending. No, this very much has an ending, <laughs> um, you know. It's 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 a good then, show. I really like the dub. The dub was very well done. Um the visuals are very, very nice. Very, Usually for very, his movies. Well yeah, but this looks very pretty, especially on a big screen. I was very disappointed though, I'll be honest. This was not in surround sound, this was in two point only. So when I watched it, we only heard the audio from the front of the movie theater. Mm. So you didn't get the sound, you know, you didn't hear, it wasn't surrounding you and it wasn't like loud. Which I don't know if it was just the the theater we were in or they just didn't get bothered doing a 5.1 surround sound mix. Yeah, I wonder. Um, Probably not because they probably wanted just to get this in. And it did very, very well. It did like $40 million. Yeah, just here. Yeah. And this is a very small opening. I mean, they, and they went away. They had it for the weekend, and then it went away. So, um, yeah. I would say definitely watch it. Um, I, I really just don't want to say much about it. I know it's funny because he's like, oh, it's a review. Well, it's one of these things where it's like, if this was a TV show, I'd get into it. But because it's a movie, it's an hour and a half or an hour and 45 minutes or whatever. Um, yeah, an hour and 46 minutes going to mail. Um, you know, it's something you can just consume and watch and be like, all right, I watched it. Cool. Yeah. And talking about it would ruin it. Yeah. Whereas something like Millennium Actress, you could talk about forever, but because everyone interprets it different, you wouldn't really spoil it. <laughs> yeah, and this isn't something you really interpret, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely symbolism. There's probably stuff I missed out on. I heard this I, one's more straightforward than his other words. It very much is, yes. This was very much written for 
a much broader audience. Right. Um, it plays the part of its popularity and it's not a bad thing, but yeah, if it's a long blockbuster movie, chances are it's simple enough for everyone to get. So you don't really want to spoil it. Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, though, I kept coming back to like Kokoro Connect. I do love that show. Yeah. And then at times hate it. And then it redeems itself with an OVA. Yes. So what, what a complex show, but well, yeah, well, and this wasn't that complex. And I was actually kind of bummed out like stuff like they were showing like in the screen with each other lives, you know, I was like, man, you could get so many more laughs or do so much more, but you know, they, 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 they have to run with it. You know what I mean? They're run, they're in a sprint. They're not, they don't have time, right. you know, to drag it out. What I gotta do, and they can't, though, they can't then redeem it with an OVA as a movie release. Yeah. yeah, exactly. What I do like though is you jump right into it. I mean, the first scene is literally Mitsuha waking up and her grabbing her boobs and being like, "What the heck? Is this real?" <laughs> and it was kind of uncomfortable at first. I'm like, I'm in a movie theater full of other people, and I'm like fuck am I watching right now? You know, and it's rated on, PG. Someone, put, someone you know. put on DXD so I feel comfortable. Yeah. Well, it's it's not that, but you know, it's you know, it's a rated PG movie. Um But yeah, it's it's a nice show. It's it's a nice show. And they do a great job of slamming they don't inflow they don't overload you with information. They let it kind of you kind of figure it out as the first kind of arc starts. Like they don't come out and tell you, like, "Whoa, I switched bodies! Oh my god!" Oh no, it's a uh, it's a learning process. You know, I I didn't I didn't go into this movie knowing a lot about it. I just knew that a it was really good. It was Makoto Shinkai, and everyone's been raving about it, and I had an opportunity to watch it. Mm-hmm. I didn't go in knowing every little detail about it. So yeah, well, I'm glad it doesn't just bury you with information that's obvious because a lot of American movies have that problem. Yeah, no, a lot of sci-fi movies I've seen recently, it's like they spend the tail end of the movie for like 30 minutes just explaining what happened in the movie for like dumb people. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. they didn't do that here, but I also kind of felt like that you know, like my mind, like I've already said three or four times now. My main criticism was it just went too fucking long. Like, instead of an hour and 46 minutes, make it an hour and a half. Like, they peak, and then it's like, all right, here's some more stuff. Fuck. And even the yeah. ending I wasn't very happy with. Um, but at the end of the day, at least it's an ending. And, you know, it is what it is. But the ending I wasn't too satisfied with. But, uh, you know, um, I... I, 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 like I said, I think I'm missing out too because people have literally gone to see this movie three, four, five times and enjoyed it every time. And maybe I'm a little sour on it because I watched it once. I went in blind and uh, maybe I didn't miss, maybe I didn't pick up the symbolism, you know, maybe I didn't pick up everything that I could have. Yeah, maybe, um, maybe you'll appreciate it longer if you rewatch it for things you missed. Yeah, and I probably will end up rewatching it once it gets released. Um, That's when I'll get to watch it for the first time. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely good though. I really enjoyed it. I gave it a nine out of ten. 
Um, That's not know. 10 out of 10. No. For comparison, what's a 10 out of 10 show for you? Because uh, I only have one. I have a small handful. I have one 10 out of 10 is your lie in April. Um, uh, 10 out of 10 for me right now, I've got... I got seven of them. I got uh, Erased, Death Note, uh, Great Teacher Onozuka, uh, Eden of the East, uh, Orion Host High School Club, Steins Gate, mm. and Usagi Drop. Um, so, so can you say it's better than none of those? Probably the reason I gave them tens was I felt like I was more emotionally invested in them. Oh yeah, that's the problem with rating. Is it means something different to everyone? Yes. Like I might give a I might give like, my favorite a ten. Like looking clear. back, like Eden of the East. Now that I think about it, you know, whenever I watch this back in oh seven, oh eight, you know, in that time frame. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a 10 anymore. It's probably an 8. 7 and a half, 8. And you're probably a lot different I also than slammed, 10 years ago. I also slammed through it, and it was really great. You know, to me, I really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah. You know, um, Great Teacher on Ozoka, another show that I slammed through. I mean, the show is 43 episodes. I think I watched it in a week. I remember I just plowed through that show like crack so mm-hmm. you know a really good show but looking back now is a 10 if I went back and watched it probably not because it's something I think about occasionally it's like because we're much more lifetime anime fans than mm-hmm. most people um Obviously, our taste changed to a greater degree. Yeah, same okay. with same with Death Note. Like Death Note, I loved and adored Death Note because, like, the roller coaster you were on, I'd probably still keep it a ten, to be honest. Because that was the, the reason I give tens and nines, and is how emotionally invested I get to the show. How emotionally invested I get to the characters. Can I relate? Can I? Do I? Do I form a? Bond, you know, while mm-hmm. watching the show. With this show, with this movie, I should say, I, you know, it's a great show. It's a good story, but it's like I'd seen other stuff where they use the same kind of premise. Um, but it, I'll be honest, maybe that did kind of cloud my judgment. Where I was like, I've already seen a show like this. Kokoro Connect yeah. did this. Kokoro Connect. With also, much more mature themes. Also felt their boobs. Yeah. Um, you know, but the show itself, you know, is a, a wacky, you know, anime. The only thing you can really do in anime type of. Good luck doing this in a, in a live action or any other kind of medium. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It has to be done in anime. Or, you know, the animation genre. Uh, media. Maybe you can do it with puppets, but I, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, 
I, I really like the show. And I really like Mikoto Shinkai. That was the other thing. I really like Mikoto Shinkai's work. But I kind of walked away like, okay, it was really good. A little long, but good. Uh, but From what I read, it was more exciting for people that didn't normally like his work. Gotcha. Because it was much more coherent and accessible of a story that didn't rely on just visuals. Mm-hmm. So I think the people that were most impressed were people that weren't big fans. Gotcha. And, you know, I, I again, I also think because I've watched it once, maybe I'm not getting, maybe there's stuff I missed. Maybe you know, I'll be honest, I'm not the most astute person when it comes to symbolism or shit like that. That being legally blind also doesn't help. <laughs> I mean, it was nice, like, you know, being able to watch the movie theater, there was dubbed, all that stuff. But there was stuff that they had, like, they had newspaper articles, and they had, like, when they were texting back and forth, my wife had to read me what they were saying. Mm. You know, stuff like that. But I really feel like I didn't miss much. Yeah. Um, they 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 kind of draw everything out and plan it. They draw everything out. You know, they say everything. There's no like visual, like oh the the, the stars represent this and yeah you know yeah they dumb it down. It's, like I said, it's a rated PG movie. I think the the audience is meant to be your you know your family setting. It it's very much you know it's very much uh, geared. Something everyone can get into. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I could see this. I could see this selling really well. I could see this being like a show for the first time, an anime selling really well that doesn't have the word Ghibli on it and isn't, <laughs> you know, and isn't peddled by Disney. Yeah. You know, for so long, Hayao Miyazaki has been the bar for American anime movie releases, and now I think we finally have something. That's either on the level or better than Hayao Miyazaki. I really did like the show. Um, uh, you know, I haven't watched a lot of Hayao Miyazaki, but a lot of his stuff is you know nature and we're destroying the planet mm-hmm. and this and that and you know the last and one. Children are main characters. Yeah. Oh, children are precious and blah, well, blah blah blah. I mean, he models a lot of his work off of early Disney movies, so it makes mm-hmm. sense that Disney would want to peddle it. Yeah. So, um, nine out of ten. I mean, simple as that. If you get a chance to watch it, watch it. Um, when it comes out on Blu-ray, I'd say definitely must buy. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really good, and I think it's gonna sell really, really well outside of the anime community. It's a show that you know. That, yeah, there's some weird. You know, there's stuff you gotta kind of work around but it's not like craziness it's it's a good family show for everybody to watch and everyone to get into and like and find something to like about it and if you liked it and haven't seen Kokoro Connect maybe watch that too yes or listen to our review yep or do that episode 152 bonsaibeat.com woo alright well, is there anything else you want to discuss before we head off? Uh, I look forward to talking about Scum Swish. As do so, I. So I'm excited for that. Alright. Well, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, we'll see you on the show shortly. 
This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.